This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. This episode of Talk About Gay Sex is sponsored by Rev, dedicated to helping men have more sex, better sex, and healthier sex. For more information, go to revformen.com. That's revformen.com. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, here in New York City. This is episode 31 with my co-host, Steve Carpenter. How are you? Are we on 31 already? We are on 31. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. That's awesome. It really is. It really is. And I didn't get to um, ever... I talked with Jeremy about... um, the Folsom Street Fair, but mm. I didn't get your personal takes for our audience. Just real quick, if you could oh, share. oh god, it was fantastic! It was just fantastic. I loved it. Favorite part of the actual festival? That you Favorite saw? part: the naked guy. Yes. Oh yeah, we talked about him. We yeah. talked about him. Yeah. Oh my god, he was stunning. Um, gorgeous body, tattoos, and standing there, just nothing but his boots on. You know, and a big smile on his face because he obviously knew he was being looked at. Yeah. You know, and it's so funny because all of us were looking at. Of him, not a single one of us thought to take a picture. No, no, I know. Because <laughs> we were all just like, uh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's so funny. Um, you also bought a kilt, I hear. I did. Is this your first kilt? It or? is my, yes, it is my first kilt. I had tried them on before and I was just like, yeah, I don't know. But this one, this one's a little more butch. It's camouflage. So. Oh, nice. Is there, is there a secret to kilts that, I mean, obviously don't wear any underwear underneath, but besides that. Well, that's the general rule. Right. You know, it's the general rule, but you the know. general rule. Wear what's comfortable. Exactly. Exactly. You want to wear a jock under it. You want to wear, you know, you want to go commando. That's fine. You want to wear a jock under it. That's fine. Right. You know, cause you know, people are going to come lift it up. Yes, exactly. So, that happened to me all through the. Uh, you were lifting it up yourself. I was. Yeah. Can you, <laughs> can you lift it up yourself? Does that count? I well, mean, apparently, because you were doing it. You can do whatever you want, I guess. And yeah, you did. Exactly. Well, um, one thing I wanted to just um, cover or go over um, Afterglow, that play that we saw, yes. the <laughs> off-Broadway play here in New York City mm-hmm. that um, I did an interview with. Um, Asher Gelman, the writer-director, and it keeps getting extended and extended now through January. That's excellent. Yes, yes. That's excellent because plays don't get extended if they don't have an audience. True. So Yeah, and it says a lot for, um, in fact, um, you and I ran into a friend at the Eagle the other day that just saw it. He's a writer, mm-hmm. and he was really impressed with it and inspired yeah. by it. And, and so, yeah, I'm really happy for him and the cast and... And so if you are in New York City, you have more opportunities to see it. You can watch um, my YouTube interview or um, I forget what episode it is, but it's uh, Afterglow. And we kind of went into further about open relationships on that episode Mm -hmm. because that's ultimately what the... That's what the... That's the storyline, essentially. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm really happy for them. That's really great. Well, and also Off-Broadway Torch Song is running right now. Torch Song. Yeah. And you have sort of a personal... 
personal, not, not well, personal, but history with the show. A little bit, yeah, not not directly with the show, but I'm, I've worked with a lot of the people who did the original. So, Torch Song Trilogy, tell people in a nutshell for those who well, may it's, not it's, have... it's not a trilogy now. It originally okay. was a trilogy because it was three, it was originally three one-act plays, and it was put together into one play that became Torch Song Trilogy. Okay. Um, and now, I mean, you know, of, of course, right. when did you say originally, like you would actually go to th- three separate productions to see all three versions? Or, no, no, it was or, all it was all at the same time. But how many hours was that? It was like four and a half hours. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know, and you you can't easily do that anymore because yeah, if, this isn't Shakespeare. It's and, not yeah. Shakespeare, and it's no one has that extension. And, well, and it's New York and it's Union. So if you go after oh. eleven o'clock, you got to pay double time. Okay, okay, or time and a half. I don't remember which. It yeah, is. don't remember anymore, but. At the um, core, what is it about? Um, it's it's a story about um, a guy named Arnold and him growing up in in New York in the seventies, in gay New York in the seventies, um, and his trials and tribulations with love and with his mother and coming out and having gay relationships. Uh, and it's it's very poignant. There's a lot of really good spots in it. Oh, Michael Yuri is playing the lead. In this one, how's he um, doing? And he does really him. well. We he want to get really him on the well. show, Michael. We do, Michael. Talk to us. Call yes. us. We want to talk to you. We want to talk to we you. Want to talk to you. <laughs> yes, he can do his um, Barbara. Um, what show was he in? Before? Oh, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, um, Barbara's Basement. Yeah, something about shopping that. center, whatever. It yeah, was. yeah, where he does like he lives above or below Barbara Streisand's. Something like something that. like that. Yeah, but it's a really great show. And yes, yeah. but yeah, he'd be great on our show. He would. No, but it's, yeah, it's, I mean, they're extended now, I think, through December 3rd. Okay. So I don't know what ticket availability is, but um, I know there's a lot of people who come together and sit in various seats around because they can't get the tickets together. Oh, um, okay. So it's doing, so yeah, it's, it's doing really well. There and and I would expect, I don't know anything of this at all, but I would expect that they're going to want to move it to Broadway. Okay. That's what I, I'm sure that's what Harvey's going to want to do. Harvey. Harvey Firestein. Yes, exactly. Harvey Firestein. There you go. Let's take it to Broadway again. I love it. <laughs> there was a little bit of, well, no, that was good, actually. Very good. I was going to say there was a little bit of um, your other interpretation of that you do. Um, yes. In there. Well, no, Carol Channing Carol and Channing. Harvey Firestein. Carol Channing and Harvey Firestein are two different people. Yes. Wow. Oh, God. He made me do it. I know. <laughs> Which we love. We love. Exactly. Um, I actually went and saw at New Fest, the LGBTQ mm-hmm. film festival here in New York City that I think has one more no, day left. Tomorrow, I tomorrow. think, right? Yep. And I went to the opening night and saw uh, with Rico Noguchi, who was on our show several mm-hmm. times. Right. Um, on Top. It's uh, Suzanne Barsh's oh, yeah. Um, yeah. documentary. And for those of you who don't know, Suzanne moved here. Um, she's from Switzerland and moved to London and got, was in the fashion scene and then brought uh, open, moved to New York eventually in the 70s, opened up a boutique here and she brought a lot of, she's responsible for bringing a lot of um, British designers to New York City and really sprucing up that whole fashion scene here in the 70, late 70s mm-hmm. and she's also responsible for and who gave a little opener on screen was RuPaul. RuPaul mm. sa- says that, you know, <clears throat> if not for Suzanne, he would not have, and, and for her pushing him, mm-hmm. 
he would not have his career that he has today. So, yeah. But she's really responsible for doing a lot in the club scene here and keeping that club kid, that be who you want to be, mm-hmm. um, really push the boundaries of like not only just the way you dress and look, but everyone's accepted. Mm-hmm. And... Um, which you don't get in a lot of a lot of the rest of the country, unfortunately. No, no. So. And so it was just fascinating her look at. And she still lives in the Chelsea Hotel, which is kind of <laughs> iconic and amazing that someone yeah. still like have a, a residency there. And yeah, uh, she used to put on the Love Ball, which was one of the first um, right. AIDS fundraisers. Yeah here in New York City in 1989 and the movie's just awesome so I, I hope it gets a release date on top uh, Suzanne Barsh's documentary it's really good I can't highly recommend it awesome. so yeah um, and then lastly um, before we get into today's episode this Wednesday at a bar rebar here in New York City is La Isla Bonita my friend Antonio Cedena, um who um, is uh promoting this event for mm-hmm. all the uh, Puerto Rico and really, oh wonderful yeah and they've got I'll, I'll be there Barba Barba on uh, West 19th Street where I get my hair cut mm-hmm. and colored if you ha- can see it's blue there um uh, Xavier, it's not your eyes. <laughs> exactly. Xavier really Cruz. Is blue. His um, salon is uh, producing it and kind of awesome. working with Rebar. And there's, they've got some great performances lined up with uh, Sherry Vine, um, Ari Gold, um, let's see, Christopher Estrada, Justin and Jasmine. Just a lot of people, including awesome. uh, DJ Ricardo, who will be spinning. It's from 6 to 10 this Wednesday tomorrow because this episode uh, it's Tuesday today so tomorrow if you can make it if you're in New York City or uh, look it up because you can also donate um, through their um, I think they have a place you can donate online but if you go to Rebar and you look for La Isla Bonita you can mm-hmm. find all the links there and awesome. I'll try and put a link up too on our Good. site yeah yeah do definitely put a cross link up in our, in our link farm in our link farm, link farm. Uh, yes, yes oh and I go-go danced the other day you did for, you did <laughs> yeah and yeah, there's one of those things. Oh, I yeah, have, I, I go-go dance. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a funny thing at the Eagle Bar here in New York City. I used to dance, I've talked about it before, in the 90s uh, in San Francisco. Gave that up, put those G-strings to rest. And guess what? They resurrected the other night. Um, it was so much fun. It was really based on one of the managers who I was always like, hey, when are you going to put me on the podium? Slightly kidding. Mm-hmm. And he took me up on it. And because I was always bringing it up for so long, I couldn't very well say, oh, no. I, oh, I, I was just I'm, kidding. I was just yeah. kidding. Uh-huh. So I showed up. I picked out all of my go-go dancer outfits. And how long did that take you? That took like, you know... <laughs> 90 minutes or so in my bedroom with CNN on and a glass of wine. And, uh, yes. and I was not polaroiding each one, but I was taking, you know, pictures on my iPhone so that mm-hmm. I could remember each look and I would take a picture of it. Just like, you're just like, just like share and clueless. <laughs> yes. Just Except like, you don't have that closet that goes around. I want that closet. Yes, I know. I want that closet. Yes. I live for those moments. Yes. So it was a lot of fun. I'm going to post um, a couple of videos that my friend took of me um yeah it was good yeah i saw him there i gave him a dollar and he wouldn't give me any change <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> another coin dispenser here <laughs> um but yeah so that was great um i had a story which will lead into our topic today sexual etiquette and um this was your idea for the show 
I know. Um, yeah, I know, and I'm telling our audience. I know. And it, the, the story, uh, I met this guy the other day, and it was a bunch of guys, and they, um, I had him over to my apartment, and we were, you know, having drinks and everything, and him and I were kind of vibing off each other, and he ended up staying, um, and staying into the next day, which is fine, because it was nice and everything mm-hmm. i the next morning i he was putting on um because it was like a sunday morning mm-hmm. so he puts on uh on demand and shows me this like you know reality show that he watches mm-hmm. i think he knew a couple people in this reality show from chicago ink chicago it's called oh yeah the tattoo vh1 yeah mm-hmm. and so you know i was watching that and then i put on um one of my guilty pleasures below deck which is um <laughs> On the Bravo Network, <laughs> which I'm, you know, kind of addicted to, guilty pleasure, and you know, I bought us breakfast. You're just watching that because Vanderpump Rules is out of season, exactly. Yeah. Which you like? <laughs> I just find it hysterical. It, they all, they, are they all take themselves so so seriously. They do. I mean, we would probably would too if we were on a show like that. But well, yeah. Thank God we're not. But, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so we were sh- showing each other the episodes. I bought his breakfast. And then the day's going on and on. It's now 3 o'clock, 4 mm-hmm. o'clock. And I think I was even going to meet you later. And so I, well, at some point I'm thinking, wow, when is he going to leave? And yeah. finally he, he proceeds to take a shower. And I, I said, okay, great, yeah. And I'm doing some work on the computer. And... 20 minutes has gone by, 30 minutes has gone by, up to 45 minutes. He's still in the shower, and he has his, like, iPhone. Oh, he's in the shower that whole time. Yeah, like, I can hear the, the, the steam in the shower, and I don't, now I'm thinking, oh, my God, my water bill, and, like, it's, or you just, you know, yeah. I don't even is take he, that. Is he, is he still alive? Is he, Did he yeah, die? Well, first, I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, of course, I walk up to the door, and I'm, like, you know, knocking, hey, is everything okay in there he's like oh yeah yeah and he's got like his iphone you know spinning some music on there which i always hate that because it's like i'm about good speakers and yeah yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's, sorry people it's a millennial thing i think but um (laughs) yeah i i don't get that but he is taking the shower and he's like oh yeah i like to just take my time and and so far so i'm like you like to take your time what like so you would think, like, after me saying something like that, that he would have then wrapped it up in the next minute. No, he took another 10 minutes. And finally comes out, and I leave. Cut to um, the next time I saw him, and he asked if he could come over, because he had, fought, of course, he forgot his necklace. And of I found it somewhere, and so I you know, was going to give it to him. And he said, oh, can I come over? I'm heading out to on the train later on tonight. I'm going to D.C. And I said, oh, sure. He's like, do you mind if I come over? I said, well, I'm going out, but you can come over and get your necklace. Mm-hmm. And he's like, can I leave my bag? Because I'm going to go out with a friend before I head to the train, and I live close to the train station. So I thought it was a little, you know, odd. But I said, mm, yeah. sure. Um, so he comes over and, you know, of course he's got the music on and I'm do- finishing up work. He ends up, um, we leave together cause I didn't want to like leave him in my apartment no. like by himself. And then I end up finding him like at three thirty in the morning at the cock. And I'm like, Hey, what are you doing here? And like, aren't you supposed to be on a train? Cause of course I had put his bags at the front desk right. and so we right. could go get them. He, 
it's, oh, I miss my train and, you know, whatever. So bad judgment, and I'm going to wrap this story up, but bad judgment on my part. I have him come over and and, um, Jeremy, our other co-host, is Mm -hmm. here and we're like talking and... Oh, I heard about this. We start to get, yeah, (laughs) we start to get into... Um, talk about transgender and you know I of course my friend Larry Hashberger who's been on the show before mm-hmm. he you know has a restaurant you've been to it Asia yep. SF they perform great food by the way great performances yep who's the um, Naya's one of our favorites Naya, and Trina hi Trina hi Trina we know you listen yes keep on listening um, so he starts to get into oh oh, I don't think that's a real thing. I'm like, wait a minute, what do you think? And Jeremy's like, what do you mean, what? He's like, oh, the whole transgender thing, I don't get it. And mind you, this is like a 25-year-old African-American, allegedly gay person Mm -hmm. who doesn't understand transgender. And I said, well, you don't need to understand it. You just need to know that it exists. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's up to you to decide that it exists. And he kind of kept digging his grave further, really pissing off Jeremy and myself Yeah, to the point where it's like, wow, this person that I did have a sexual attraction to that I let into my house, that I let him put his bags here, that I let him take a 45-minute shower, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I bought him breakfast is now insulting a community that I'm very near and dear to. And I'm like, there's street people that are more understanding about transgendered experience mm-hmm. than you are and Orrin Hatch or, yeah, <laughs> oh, thank you yes Orrin Hatch said well they're born that way what can they do you know it's just how it is it's like who is this I love that yes yeah. exactly so what did we do we kicked him out I mean literally kicked him out and, oh, and of course he wanted to use the bathroom again and he was in there for like washing his face or something and Jeremy's like get his shoes and you know knock on that door and kick him and i totally literally opened up my door he didn't even have his shoes on threw the shoes outside because he wouldn't leave like i mm-hmm. couldn't get him to physically yeah. leave like he was one of those like hemming and hawing and and of course i'm yeah so i literally pushed him out at my neighbor's door opened up as but all he saw was the boots fly out and i'm me pushing him out <laughs> That's okay. Your neighbors used to stuff like that. Yeah, from your yeah. apartment. It's a normal, <laughs> normal night here at, uh, in, uh, in here in Chelsea. Yeah. Yes. Um, but it brings us to our topic of you know sexual etiquette, which of course we said before was your topic. And why yeah. did you bring it up in the first place? I'm just curious. Well, I mean, it, it's always been kind of an issue. I mean, uh, sexual etiquette. Sexual etiquette. It's always been kind of an issue. I, my my friend, my good friend Gene, talks about this one time. He was at at a bathhouse. This was, you know, obviously a long time ago because there aren't really many bathhouses in New York anymore. Or ones you'd want to so, go to. Or ones you'd want to go to. So yeah, that I would want to go yeah, to. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. We just should say that. Let me yeah. Phrase clarify. it that way. Yes. Um, so, but Gene was, the, the bathhouses were notorious for like having no ceiling. They just kind of put up these walls that, and you know, that were just short of the ceiling. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, like some people dividers, up, yeah, dividers, exactly. You know, so you heard everything everywhere else, you know, and Gene hears his friend in the room next to him say, 
girl, if you want to get fucked, you got to wash that pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Gene realizes who it is. He's like, Carmella? <laughs> and he says, Lil? <laughs> so, yeah, they're calling each other their, their, their cutesy names. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's things like that. Things like that. You know, sexual etiquette. If you're not prepared to play, don't play. Exactly. You know, if you're not if you're not ready to play, tell them I'm not ready to play because they may invite you to their house and say, "Oh, I've got whatever you need." You know, exactly. But make it clear. Don't be ashamed of it, and don't say you know don't don't let it you know don't pretend it's not there. Right. You know. Right. And now there's all these amazing ways, like in terms of what we're talking about, cleaning right. out the bottom. Yeah. Um, to and I get it because well, that, particularly places like here in New York City where yeah. we live in Queens and Brooklyn and, and right. everywhere else mm-hmm. and Jersey and, and so many have, people have roommates yeah. so yeah. you come it's, into the city and you're it's a whole night it's not like you just came in to meet that person and yeah and not to say that you're even looking for that person but things happen and you meet somebody and things happen you meet somebody it's best to be prepared before you go out exactly and there's all these sorts just of, in case there's all these sorts of like Fort Trough our affiliate sponsor yes and they've got uh, that that new little kit. nozzle that fits on a, on a, a soda a water bottle a water bottle yeah I mean that's like, fantastic yeah and so, so you can literally and what I find is that you know what I find when I bring so many guys over <laughs> <laughs> what I find is what when you do go to someone's place or they come here like asked to rinse off and no one cares like you know everyone knows like mm-hmm. we've been out and I don't think there's anything wrong with you know can I just rinse off really quickly and if you have those things like the fort trough right. thing that were cleanser thing you can do cleaning yourself out for those particular things as well you can and kind of be prepared and no one's going to be mad at that and i think if someone is willing to bring you home that you know unless you're into that because some people Mm. are into like they want they want the sweat on you and they don't they don't want you that's true no no don't i like the man sense to yeah 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 Some, some some guys appreciate that so yeah you know but that goes back into always communication. It, it does. Well, communication is key anywhere. Yeah. You know, and the same thing, you know, you, you be prepared. You need to prepare if you're going to go play. Right. Or you might play. You know, you might meet. So you're going to a gay bar that's got, you know, how many hundreds of gay men in it. The chances of you meeting somebody and hooking up are pretty are high. Decent. You know, they're decent. So, yeah. you know, prepare yourself if, you, if you're going to plan to bottom. Um, and also, don't if you go home with somebody, don't plan that you're going to spend the night because they may not want you to spend the night. You yeah. Know, we used to talk about, you know, the three gets. Get up, get dressed, get out. <laughs> I like that. The three gets. The three gets. Get up, get dressed, get out. Right, you know, right. So, yeah, I know. Whether, whether you're the host or somebody else is, or, or you know, somebody well, else is the host. It's story. the same thing. Okay. If they want you to stay the night, they say, oh, just stay. I want to cuddle or snuggle with you, whatever. You know, it'll happen, but don't plan on it. Exactly, exactly. Right. And to this story that I was telling you before of the guy that stayed well into the next day. Yeah. I bought him breakfast and I didn't mind at first because it was like, I'm one of those that if I am going to go home You're with very somebody, going. well, if so. I, if I do connect with somebody sexually, usually it's, I also, there was something else that right. beyond that. So yeah, I don't mind sometimes if they stay over, um, 
I like them to be at my place typically, but right. I'm a consummate host. I love hosting. You do, yeah. So you do. I don't mind it if I. Has he poured wine for us has today? He poured wine for us. We're drinking a nice Gruner Vetlina, and so yes. And um, but I'll, you know, don't go overboard with it, right. and always check. And certainly don't take a 45 minute shower. I mean, I was like asking myself and other people, like I'd be mortified, like. I'm like, hey, when I've gone over to guys' houses, mm-hmm. do you mind if I like rinse off? Or they'll ask me, do you want to rinse off? And I'll be like, yeah. I'm like literally rinsing off. It's like a two-minute shower because mm-hmm. I do not want them thinking like, oh, my God, when is he leaving here? And You know what I mean? It's just sort of that <laughs> awareness, common courtesy, common courtesy awareness, common not courtesy. overstepping your boundaries, yeah. not assuming. You came over, you got laid, plan on going home. Yeah. Unless you're going to do it again, which they'll make it very clear if you are or not. You know? Yeah. And when you're done having sex, plan on leaving unless they invite you to stay. Exactly. You know? Right. So. Back to one of the things about the bottom being prepared. Um, mm-hmm. Rev, our sponsor, can help the tops prepare, I think. That's true. They can. Because, again, you never know who you're going to meet in some of these places that we're talking about. Or really anywhere. If you're... You can meet somebody Penn on Station. the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, there's all sorts of places. Griffith Park in L.A., you know, Dolores Park in San Francisco, mm-hmm. on and on and on of places. The grocery store. You can meet Safeway on Market Street. Yeah, and as well. <laughs> yeah, in the Crisco section. Yeah, or maybe now it's Whole Foods because they moved in across the street. No, the Safeway's still there. I saw it when okay. we were there last, no, a couple weeks ago. That's true, yeah. So. But the tops with Rev... Um, which at the core is Trimix. Um, Revformen.com. Absolutely. They can prepare the tops to be prepared mm-hmm. for to be, to be a, a top. Yeah. yeah to make yeah. you hard and not. And um, yeah, I mean, this is a good time to talk about Rev. On, yeah, on, that's true. It's one of the things I like about it is, um, you know, all of the things that they give you and, the feedback and well, it's, you know, it's it's like concierge service for for hard on yeah <laughs> right i mean to, i'm not trying to be vulgar or silly but it's it, it's true i mean they they have a product that i mean yeah it's it's a product that ha, has been available but they really trimix. make it yeah trimix they make it very available you know and and they teach you about it they teach you how it works how to administer it to yourself safely and then, safely and then they follow up yeah, you know, and and then you you know um, halfway through your uh, your subscription or whatever you get a you get an update kit in the mail with additional products and things that you you know that go with it. And yeah, it's just um, it's it's just great. It's great stuff. It's a great. I, and they service. continue to expand. Now they're working with uh, testosterone right now, which is another thing when right. you're growing out a testosterone replacement. and you're trying to be prepared for you know that hookup or, or meeting somebody special mm-hmm. or whatever. They have um, a whole testosterone thing where you can. Um, they'll help you find take your blood work. They'll do a, a self exam. Mm-hmm talk to you about your testosterone levels and a lot of yeah. people don't realize and I was reading this earlier that the average um, person today at 45 has less testosterone than an average man who was 45 in 1990 so testosterone levels for some reason have gone down yeah. significantly in a time where we are living longer lives or hopefully mm-hmm. we're living longer lives yeah well there's and, also estrogen and a lot of different 
like Food milk and products, different yes, products. So exactly. yeah, so that, that can definitely have an I effect. I think stress, on I'm sure. Stress. Yeah. Stress can, can knock down the testosterone levels. Yeah. Lack of exercise can knock down the testosterone Absolutely. levels. And so, so, you know, they will help you, um, through a self-examination, talking with their doctors, Craig, who we know, mm-hmm. and they help you test that testosterone level. And then ultimately you can see if you have low testosterone because right, so ultimately it'll boost your um, sexual boost function. your sexuality boost your mood um, Absolutely. You know, some, sometimes people really don't need an need an antidepressant they just need to balance their testosterone exactly so, so they between the testosterone and the trimix they're going to turn a whole bunch of bottoms into tops yeah exactly <laughs> so they should go to revformen.com do it now so anyway, I want to get back to some of other sexual etiquette topics. So let's and, talk about yeah. cruising bars mm-hmm. and bars with back rooms. Mm. There's lots of them in Europe. Yes. Oh. There's a there's, few of them around the States. There's one in Mexico City yep. called Tom's Bar that I love. When, it, when you go into the dark area, the very dark area, and people are doing things and touchy-feely and you know what have you that is not the place to open your phone and start looking at grinder okay put the phone away if you want to look at grinder go into a better lit place because when you fire up that phone with 300 candle power or whatever it has it pisses off a lot of people yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Don't open your phone, okay? It's like, you know, first of all, you it probably took a lot of nerve to go into that back room for some of us. Mm-hmm. And secondly, you immediately think the authorities or somebody like is coming yeah. in and they're raiding the bar and, oh my gosh, it's back to 1968 or something mm-hmm. and, and we're being raided and, you know, what's going to happen next? But it also takes you out of the mood. It's disrespectful. It's, it's very disrespectful, and it's very selfish. And I know we're talking about dark rooms. We're talking and, about dark rooms, but, but still, there is an etiquette in dark rooms. Yes, exactly. There is. Exactly, you know, yeah. Like I, when somebody pushes your hand away, that doesn't mean put it right back there. Yeah. You know, right. especially if they pushed it away two or three times. That yes. just means I'm not interested. It's not yeah. a personal insult. They may be focused on somebody else. They may, Whatever. Just, it means... Not now. So, and you know what? Thanks for bringing that because that would be another sexual etiquette rule that I would want to talk about, and it has to do with no means no, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if you brought somebody home and you start playing and they start doing something that's not comfortable for you, right? You no means no, no means no, and a lot of it does happen, like you're talking about, yeah. at certain places where. Hands are just sort of... Um, the other reason to be careful with that, too, is, you know, you watch... They always tell you at certain bars here in the city, watch your phone, watch your wallet. Right. There are lots of pickpockets. Yeah. And, I mean, I learned in Tom's Bar in Mexico City where my pants were down and um, all of a sudden I came out and I couldn't find my ID. But it was just my ID. And yeah. I, it was okay, but... Years I ago, mean, years ago at Jay's Hangout, 
<laughs> Jay's Hangout, which, which is, was um, it's now a real posh restaurant in 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 the, the meatpacking district. <laughs> yeah. And if people knew what used to go on there, they would not be eating there. Um, yeah, no. But it, there was a, like a back area that was really crowded. I mean, like very almost claustrophobic. And I felt somebody reach in because I keep my wallet in my front pocket. Yeah. And I felt somebody reach in, and I was having a hard time getting my hand down there because it was that crowded, and my hands were elsewhere. Um, right. So, um, so, but I felt him grab my wallet, and I reached down and I grabbed his wrist, and they'd had had a lot of problems with pickpockets at yeah. that time. I grabbed his wrist and I turned it and I pulled it up. I said, "You don't take my wallet." I said, "Do you want to die?" Oh my God, I love that. Oh God, it was you so, have such a, I was so butch. No, but I, because you told a story once before about being in the, um, in the pines between Cherry Grove and the pines is called the meat rack or oh, it's the area yeah. we talked about it before. It's the area that leads from in Long Island, Fire Island, the pines to Cherry Grove. Mm-hmm. And it's a kind of dark and uh, woodsy enchanted forest enchanted forest and at night of course or during the day people are there but what happened somebody was like doing something to you and you pushed him down a hill or something oh <laughs> well not quite that bad but i was at a lower elevation shall we say okay yeah and he was yes and he slapped my face and i don't like that right yeah i don't like that now and, sometimes i do that with i'll grab a guy's hand and have that's slapped, different but i'm directing them you're directing him yeah so he had slapped my face Which is a big and it wasn't gentle yeah. either and i stood up and i said no he said oh I'm, I'm really sorry i'm really sorry okay you know so um you, I, you continue <laughs> i went back to what i had been doing and he slapped my face again Ugh. and i stood up and i said so this sorry yeah. said, he said oh no no I'm really sorry I'm really, I promise I won't do it again I'm, re- I'm really I'm really close wow and he was hot so okay. I said and he was wearing all white he was wearing oh, a white wow. shirt white jeans <laughs> in the meat rack in the meat rack yeah okay so I went Some white back to what I was doing and he slapped me a third time well, I mean, I shouldn't have taken it. It shouldn't should have stopped it the second time. But he was hot. But he was hot, and I, yeah. Um, so I just pushed him like this, <laughs> and I hear bum, 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 splash, <laughs> and he had, you know, was falling backwards and trying to keep himself up, and then he fell in the swamp. There's this swamp area. Oh yeah, back there. Yeah. And I hear the splash, and I hear motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my but, god you know, hey, but you know you gave I told him, you you I told, told him you. and it's yeah and it kind of gets into our next um, sexual etiquette is um, yeah when someone basically with, with fetishes yeah. is what I was trying to oh, yeah. come up with you know we all some of us have certain fetishes and like I said I'll direct someone's hand at times and just slap my face um, I have to be even careful when I do that mm-hmm. with somebody that I don't really know. Right. Um, I can think of one guy that works here in the city that I'll do that to. Um, and his slap is so hard. Like, I'm like, Jars dude. Your teeth. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, like really hard. I mean, and, and it's zero to 100 in you know, a second. Right. And so I have to actually be careful, even though I'm directing it. Like, mm-hmm. I can't just assume... You have to that, say... You know, 
just because I invited this particular fetish that I want to be slapped by grabbing that guy's hand that that means like slap the shit out of me and smack my face I mean no that's not what it means so with certain fetishes and sexual etiquette wouldn't you say that you have to be kind of careful and how you introduce them particularly when you meet somebody oh absolutely and you know and especially with fetishes that are that put you in very vulnerable positions yes you know uh bondage do not bring somebody to your house that you don't know to do bondage no oh right go to their house Oh, that's a good idea. Because they could tie you up and leave you there. Ooh, yeah. They're not going to tie you up and leave you at their house. Right. So, yeah, and you know, there's all these sorts of... And make sure you know somebody that knows this person, you know, and make sure that when you leave, somebody knows that you're leaving with this person. And then, you know, some kind of, I'll I'll call you tomorrow so that if they don't hear from you, just, you know, have a backup plan, have a safety plan, you know, with your friends. Right. You know, that and they I, know where you are, you know, that you're with somebody, you're going to be, you know, having some really good fun, you know, but yeah, it, it can be edgy. So, and it can be, you know, it, you can be extremely vulnerable. So I like that you say that because, you know, this show's all about communication and exactly. people are always telling us, thank you for creating this platform and so forth. But it, it makes sense to have somebody in your circle, your friends that you can talk to. And I would say, you know, if you don't have a friend already out there, find a friend that you can talk to or give your friends a, a, a shot. Like you might think that they're judgmental, but if you're opening up about them, like, Hey, I'm exploring this. And can you just, can I check in with me? Or if you don't hear from me by such and such time, Can you, can you call me? Can you, you know, I'll I'll text you when I'm leaving. You know, nowadays it's whatever you can put GPS on, you know, you can kind of locate other, well, you can do that too. You can let, you can allow people to know your GPS location for a length of time, right? And then you can turn it off because you don't want them following you all the time. Yeah. Right. But you know, something like that, you can do that. You know, if, if there's just, just cover yourself. Yeah. Don't, right. don't throw complete caution to the wind. Yes, you want, you know, part of bondage in some of the SM play is to let go and let somebody else be in control. Yeah. But be smart about it is all yeah. I'm saying. Just be smart I about it. I told this story once before, but brought somebody over when I was just playing with the whole notion of submissive and dominant. Mm-hmm. And I brought somebody over who looks the dominant part and... Mm-hmm. It ended up being more intense than I wanted it to be, and um, he probably went zero to 100, like, way too quickly, Yeah, and I had to ultimately say, you know what, this isn't, like, working for me, and he was like, oh, well, no, no, and fortunately, I got him to leave, because it was just, yeah, it turned me off, and kind of turned me off from the scene, not the scene, but at least getting together with somebody like mm-hmm. that for a while. I mean, I've since gotten back. Well, yeah, because it brings up that, oh, shit, when is it, you know, when yeah. if he goes overboard. Right. You know, so, yeah, I mean, have a safe word that you negotiate with a person ahead of time that you just, hey, when I say stop, it means stop. Right. You know, or if I say pineapple or whatever it is yeah. just pick something safe word you know because some people like to say no don't stop as you know as part of the routine you know but if you really mean stop make sure that they know you mean stop you know whatever that whether that be a safe word or whatever exactly you know Absolutely. and if they don't then punch them square in the face <laughs> 
be sure and go to RevForMen.com and mention that you heard about Rev on Talk About Gay Sex podcast. Receive $100 off a three-month treatment of either their Trimix program or their newly launched low testosterone program. That's RevForMen.com. Actually, I wanted to talk really quickly um, something that struck me last night about sexual etiquette and, um, you know, in the heels of hearing all this stuff about the Harvey Weinstein incident mm. and yeah. all that um, sexual abuse that's going on that's, you know, crazy. And then, you know... Um, there's a company in San Francisco that I know someone that works there and they just were caught. Um, you know, the CEO of he's 29 years old was caught molesting his, his three-year-old son. And it's just, there's a lot of that going on. And, you know, I was talking to my sister and she said, she's glad, you know, women wouldn't do this. It's, it's, I'm like, you're probably right on that one. Um, women wouldn't. It cut to last night. I, I was at a bar here in New York City and, you know, it was, a, it's a fun bar. And, but a guy's standing like across from the bar with his dick out, jacking himself off, like, not to anybody in particular, but just sort of, and I mean, I get it. It's Being like, an exhibitionist. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. what do you think of that? Because in some ways, I thought, okay, you know, if security sees you, they're going to be like, you know, you're out. Because it wasn't really in an area where he was with another guy. And I get exhibitionists when mm-hmm. it's, and I get we were at a particular bar that it's evening and we're all having fun. But in this state current climate where we're seeing a lot of these stories of sexual predators and and shouldn't we be a little bit more careful with what we do in that or from I don't know from that perspective I mean exhibitionism is exhibitionism and yeah. nine times out of ten or probably even more than that you know they're they're not going to hurt anybody you that's know? true we all are adults. but we, we want to make sure that if they climax that they you know point it elsewhere yeah so to speak because yeah. that there are people that will do that too and that's you know and and that's another etiquette thing at a sex party or what have you okay you know, yeah people, I, people may not want to do that you know so don't assume that they do yeah um here's yeah but it's, from the etiquette perspective of, on that you know with a, with an exhibitionist i mean eh I mean, the, the, me, the whole stuff with the whole stuff with with Hollywood that's been going on for a long time. Or, not that or that's the Silicon Valley or where Silicon Valley. Not that that is any excuse for anybody, but it goes on between with with men harassing women, and it goes on with men harassing men. Oh yeah, I think there are probably very few instances where it's a woman harassing a man, but I know it has happened. Sure, I think it's fewer because but men are men are aggressive sexually. That's how we're designed. Yeah, you know. So well, um, and I'm not saying I'm not saying we're designed to be assholes. No, but that's just you know. Yeah, I mean, years ago, and when I was uh, moved to LA in the late '90s to pursue my acting career, excuse me, my vote. Um, I I got hooked up with this manager, and he he got me great acting classes, and mm-hmm. got me like some parts here and there. But yeah. he also wanted to sleep with me, and I always felt like I had to kind of do some stuff with him. 
and I was really always uncomfortable with it. And he really blurred the lines of manager, a legit manager. And he had like some big name uh, right. actors under his belt that he was managing at the time. Yeah. It wasn't yeah, you, like, you told me some of the names. Yeah. So, so it wasn't like some fly by night guy. He right. actually was a legit, well, he was a manager that had talent under his management. And mm-hmm. so of course I was new, you know, bright eyed and, he found myself, you know, you know, having to do some sexual things with him. Ew. Yeah. And I hated it and it was gross. And that was, I'll never forget it because it was always my first impression of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And, you know, unfortunately it's a lot of people's first impression of Hollywood. You know, this, yeah. this, this has gone on for a long time. Yeah, it's nothing- I'm glad it's come to a head and people are, you know, coming forward. Yeah, and, and saying saying me too. Mm-hmm. You know, there's the hashtag me too, where people are you know just using the hashtag because they've been oh, sexually harassed. Okay, yeah, yeah, they've been sexually harassed at some point in their life. Wow, um, yeah, it's yeah, it's more prevalent than we think. In in the, it's a lot more prevalent than we think, and it's just you know, it's not always women; it's men, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it, it goes to the other extreme. I mean, corporate America, the large corporations are just, you know, you, you can't, you have to be very careful of what you say that has any possible overtone of sexuality because someone will call you out on it yeah. and you'll get, you know, called to HR about it. And it's just like, okay, come on, it's, it's a little too much. But right. you know, in my opinion, I mean, a, a bunch of HR people are going to be stomping their feet and saying, yeah. you don't know what you're talking about. But you know, <laughs> right. just from the perspective, of you know you, you can't joke with people at all no you know and and i get it yeah i get it but no the, the sexual harassment has been going on for a long time yeah yeah another thing that um happened at the bar last night which was interesting and it's kind of gross but um we started smelling bleach in the bar and yeah. we were talking to our friend the bartender and He's like, yeah. I'm like, why are we smelling bleach? He's like, because somebody decided to shit all in the bathroom, like all over the floor. And it's like, really? Like, not in the toilet, just all over. And they had to like clean it up. And it's like, that's another sexual etiquette thing. It's like, even if you are going to clean out at the bar, Mm -hmm. do it in the toilet. I mean, I guess it's so disgusting. And the whole bar had to like... It was either worse, like they would have to, you know, board up that bathroom, mm-hmm. or we had to smell bleach. Either way you looked at it, it was like I even heard some guy. I'll take the bleach. later. He was. I would too. Yeah. But I heard some some guy saying, "I've got to go." There's like, there's so much bleach it's burning my eyes. And uh, it was like, well, that's wow. probably too much, but yeah, uh, but yeah, still yuck. And yeah, people, people. People mix with alcohol and different things happen. True. We true. all know that. And things know, happen. We've all done stupid things when we've been drinking a lot. But, yeah. you know, if you aren't, yeah, it happens. But it does. try to, you know, it, it, you know, if, if you're going to go out, you're going to a gay bar. What are the odds that you might wind up having sex with somebody? Yeah. Exactly. Going home with somebody. Right. Plan for it. Yeah. You know, and don't believe him if he said he's negative. You know? Exactly. That's not necessarily true. Don't that's don't go blind eyed into it. That's a sexual abuse. I'm sorry. It really is telling somebody that you're negative when you're not. You know, absolutely. It's one of the other uh, sexual etiquette things I wanted to talk about. Of when you know you go home with somebody and you know everyone thinks everyone's on prep these days. 
but that doesn't in fact somebody said something last night uh, I said something about um, we were looking at these two dancers and they the two dancers look like they were one was fucking the other one mm-hmm. and I'm like are they fucking and so I asked my friend the bartender he's I said yeah and we're like are they fucking raw and he's or are they using condoms and he's like condoms what's that <laughs> like, I'm like <laughs> Okay, now yeah. it's not uh, antique at this point. Yeah. Like it's such a, you know, commentary on the prep phenomenon that is it's just an amazing drug. It's an it's amazing drug. It's done people, a lot of amazing things. But, I but let's let's keep it, let's keep it working because the, what's going to happen is people are you know somewhere along the line the virus is going to get wise to it and say oh I know how to get past this and it'll mutate and then prep will no longer be any good or just the mere fact that it might help wipe out and we might find a cure however you don't there's all sorts of other things you can get right. and so when you you know it's just I mean yes I mean we've all, ev- like, I think everyone probably prefers bareback yeah of course you know, but well, yeah if, you know generally speaking but you know somebody you don't know yeah i mean why why yeah you know? and if you do fuck up and you do you know don't beat yourself up there's oh there's we're, certain, we're all human yeah we're, you know sex, you, sex is not meant to be you know anything other than messy yeah it's just how it's designed and how we're designed yeah. and, you know and there are things you can do like if you you know you just couldn't help it and then you were a little nervous about mm-hmm. oh I, I let somebody fuck me and I didn't use a condom or vice versa mm-hmm. you know there is a 72 hour period I understand that you could go to your doctor and get a sort of anti right. HIV well, and they thing can, if you felt like maybe perhaps you were in danger right and you know you could go to a clinic or your doctor and I did it once and when I didn't have insurance and boy, did, was that oh. bill hefty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I won't even go yeah. into it. But uh, no, that's another get story. Get your insurance <laughs> if you don't have it. But um, yes, can, and November 1st is when you can start signing up for insurance because the current yeah. regime has cut all of the, the funding for the advertising, so no one's going to talk about it. So, yes, yes. So there are things you can do, and, or you can just also just get tested regularly. Get so tested regularly just anyway. Just beat yourself up because every three to six months, if you're sexually active, get yourself tested for just do the span of STDs. I know you're not a fan, but I'm a fan of the in-home HIV testing kits that you can get. Um, partly because I just think I'm not going to freak out. Yeah. And well, that's the only reason I'm not a fan is, is, you know, people, I think people doing testing, getting a test like that, and and it comes out in a positive way. I mean, no, it's not a death sentence anymore, you know. But it's gonna it's gonna alter your life definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And if you know, I think people may not be ready to handle that, and that's a time when you need other people around and you need some like immediate counseling. That's the only reason I don't like the home test. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I agree. I know sometimes you'll see these testing sites on certain events or. Oftentimes in like West Hollywood, yeah, they'll have like the the vans or the trucks where you can go in and do it. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I appreciate that every time I see it. Mm-hmm. I think it's so great. I don't think I could do it because I'm sort of out 
having fun with my friends. At well, yeah, night. that's. Not- so I don't know that I want to do like, hey, in between my margarita, let's go get an AIDS test or HIV test right yeah. now. And heaven forbid the result was like bad or negative or positive. Right. Like night over. I mean, you know what I mean? So, I mean, but I think it's good and, and and that they should do that. And I'm not faulting them. I just think. I agree. But uh, timing is very important. I mean, I had a, a, a good friend of mine stop. We were walking down Christopher street and they had one of the trucks there. He says, Oh, let me just go get tested. Well, he had this huge meeting the next day with a Broadway producer, big Broadway guy, you know, big break. Yeah. It's like, you know, why are you doing this now? Right. Oh, I'm going to be fine. I said, yeah, probably you are, but don't, but it just that slight chance. If you were going to be, you know, come out positive, you're going to screw, you're going to not going to be in the right frame of mind for that meeting tomorrow. Exactly. Timing is important. Your friends and family who you're out to, you know, are important for things yeah. like this. So and you I would need say them around. No perfect timing. There's no perfect timing, but a time when you know that if something, if it comes back positive, that you have some recovery time psychologically, and you have a good support group of friends, you know, friends and family that will that will help you through it. Absolutely. You know, that's Absolutely. that's the only issue I find with a home test because it's just too easy to go. Oh, let me just try it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. then then you it's not planned, and you know it's you know yeah exactly it's a downward spiral. Sometimes. Thank God, there's a lot of different choices and ways to get tested these days. So whatever works. There's no reason you know. for not knowing your status. Yeah, and there is no reason for not knowing your status. Absolutely. Um, back to the tops mm-hmm. and sexual etiquette relating to tops we we talked a little bit about like being hard with rev for men right. well there's etiquette for tops as well you know there's also a cleanliness factor there definitely is because that. we all know that like you know when you're cooped up when your junk is cooped up for hours and hours particularly in places that are hot mm-hmm. and or, or wearing, you know, any kind of uh, fetish gear like rubber or, yeah, know. just yeah, and or some know. of the some of the chastity devices that can be quite fun, but you know, yeah, you you're gonna want to do a little rinse, yeah. <laughs> and really, I would say to all those, there's a lot of people out there that like that sort of funk, and that's and true. They really do. Um, I am not one of them. I'm just gonna Nor go on record as saying that. But there are, there are, and so we, you know, definitely, I get it. If, but that would probably come out in the community. That's You'd already out, know that's that. That's going to come out in the discussion because that's usually a fetish. And then what on we're talking on both sides. And then so. what we're talking about is, you know, not in, no. Don't listen. But, but for those of us that are, yeah, that, and for oftentimes the bottom, you spend a lot of time on your knees, you know, or wherever, mm-hmm. you know, to the cock and. Or yeah. or the other side. If you're if you're going to eat ass, yeah. Some tops love to have their ass eaten, but you know what? If it ain't clean, yes. no one's going to do it. Right. So don't expect them to do it if you haven't prepared it. Right. Exactly. You know, same thing with the you know like like with the bottom. Yeah. You know, no, you don't have to do the same level of cleaning as the bottom, but you know. Yeah. The the only other sexual etiquette thing I would say on. Um, and as I'm saying this, I'm thinking, hmm, sexual etiquette, and we're talking about sex. Yes. But the, it's the Emily, of an, we're, we're, we're the Emily Post and Amy Vanderbilt of sex. I know. As, <laughs> as I realized as we're talking about this, I'm like, wow, they really are 
it's kind of an oxymoron yeah. a little bit. Martha Stewart would not like this show at all. <laughs> she would probably have a lot to say. Well, she'd correct us a lot, I'm sure. But. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, in terms of, like, you know, I would only say to certain tops, like, you know, listen to your bottom because you are in the dominant role, you know, listen to them a little bit in terms of like pain threshold don't ram something mm-hmm. which was and i only say this because it's my experience when yeah. i went and had the anti um truvada thing although mm-hmm. i didn't know but somebody rammed um their dick in my ass that made me bleed and yeah. so it was like you know you don't know this person like take it easy it can get to that point but it can get to that point, yes, and it can get to that point. You are sort safely. of in charge, so to speak. If you're, you're sort of in charge, really well. If, no. Let's face it, the bottom is always in charge. That's true. The tops just don't know it. Yeah, and particularly um, if you're a bottom on the top. <laughs> yes. Then yeah, but yes. if you happen to, you know, you can be in compromising positions on your back, yeah, on exactly. your all fours, and exactly. you're at the mercy of this top that you may or may not know mm-hmm. who, you know could ram it in you and that's i think maybe start off slow is all i would say pay attention right pay attention is he enjoying what you're doing yeah if he if he's moaning and enjoying it that doesn't mean go faster it doesn't mean stop it means just keep doing what you're doing exactly exactly so yeah i know but that's less etiquette than Sexual technique. Sexual technique, exactly. <laughs> Do we have any um, sexual etiquette for the apps? Because, you know, everyone's on the apps. Um, well, there's, there, there is and there isn't. I mean, some people, you, you'll get people who list all of the things that they don't want. Right. You know, oh, they don't want God. this and they don't want that and they don't want this it's and like they don't want that. Of and it's paragraphs and paragraphs. So it's just, you know, like, it's like that's for, for me, if it's uh, it's just, you know, it, it's it's a swipe. <laughs> it's yeah. like now next. Right. You know, because they have all these rules and it's just like, okay, well I'm probably not going to meet some of your expectations anyway, so I'll just swipe. Yeah. And, and it's also just so much time consuming because it's time consuming and then it ultimately relates to time because yeah. you have to be at the right moment. To to be free to meet this other person. Right. And that's when, it, when I see people like at restaurants or at concerts or at bars and they're on these apps, mm-hmm. I'm like, maybe at the bars or whatever, but it's just, it, I find it very interesting at times because it's like, are you going to like drop this dinner party that we're all at so that you could run or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of it's like, I'm ready now. Yeah. And you know, well, and most most of it, you know, the, the ones now. that actually hook up are now. Yeah, I've very right rarely met somebody where it's like, oh, okay, yeah. In the next two hours, when I wrap up this dinner and you wrap up whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. yeah, let's meet or up. Let's talk next week. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, uh-huh. that, never that doesn't happens. happen. Yeah, so that doesn't happen. I but think, I, you know, from from the etiquette perspective, say what you want. Yes. You know, don't ramble. Keep it short and sweet. You know, this is what I want. I'm a bottom. I'm a top. I'm this. I'm into bondage. I'm not into bondage. I'm whatever. Just say yeah. what you want, you know, and, 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 and keep in mind any pictures that you open to somebody who you don't know, make sure that you're comfortable with them showing up later on in your life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm beyond that because point. They because they can. 
They can. Yeah, I have too much out there, so it's it's already well, it's out. <laughs> so, but yeah, just you know, people are always shocked that they, you know, somebody somebody reposted their pictures and exactly. You know, I and know. Yes, that's that's not an etiquette thing. That you should not do that, but people are going to do it. So right. be aware. And and I would also say, sexual etiquette wise, is if somebody comes over and or you go to their place, mm-hmm. which back. When um, and I'm assuming it's still around Manhunt, mm-hmm. the website. I don't know if it's still. When I lived not. in LA, um, it was the, kind of one of the ways to hook up. Right, and it probably is. I remember going to like this, or maybe it was here. I can't remember. I, I remember going to this apartment, and the guy was like, "It was like porn was on. That was fine. The lights were low. That was fine. Mm-hmm. But he was grinding his teeth, and it was like." he was very sketchy and clearly on something and he was kind of freaking me out a little bit Mm -hmm. and he looked okay, but don't be afraid. I would say to say, Oh, this isn't for me. And this isn't going to work. Even if you, you know, sometimes we let the the door opens and you're like, Oh yeah, no. And you could walk away at that moment. But Mm -hmm. let's just say you didn't, you wanted to figure it out a little more. You yeah. can still leave. You have every right. You have to, every right to say at any point, this isn't working for me. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. You owe that person nothing. Right. Exactly. You know, this was a hookup. Yes. You don't owe Keep them anything. You don't feel that you have to stay. You know, because especially, you know, they look hot, you know, then you, they, you, they open the door and they really do look like their picture, not they've posted a picture from 10 years ago, which yeah. is probably not good etiquette either. Yes. You know, be Update honest in pictures. who you are because people are going to want you for what you look like, period. Okay. Ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately. And it goes to our point that yeah. if they open the door and they don't look like that. Right. Then they're, they're going to run. Say, uh, no. Yeah. Because then it's like, what else didn't you tell me? Right. You know, if you're not honest about what you look like or who you are, then what else are you not telling? Yeah. And yeah. so, so yes, from the etiquette perspective, it is not bad etiquette to walk away and yeah. it is not, you know, even if you go in mm-hmm. and things look, you know, things look fishy or there's another person there that you didn't know about, whatever. If, if you feel odd about it, listen to your instincts, right? Just leave. Right. And if you know? someone's shaming you about, Oh, you still want to use condoms and they, you know, right. Don't worry about it. Like, you yes, know. I want to use condoms if they don't, you know, again, it's a, it's, it's a personal choice, but if yeah. you want to use condoms, you want to use condoms. Yeah. Period. And if they say and PNP, party and play, mm-hmm. and if you want to do that, okay, great. That's but if fine. you don't, don't feel like, you know, you have to, you know, yeah. well, I would say only on that sexual etiquette part is if you still go over to that person's know what you're place walking into. and you don't want to do that be aware that they are going to be doing that Mm -hmm. and you kind of knew and you can always leave. But if that's not your thing, then I would, I typically, you know, I don't even move on when I see that. Yeah. So, Wow, I think we've covered. There's probably we could keep talking, keep but, going. but yeah, um, we don't want to. We want to hear from you too. Like, yeah, um, I would love give us feedback. Yeah, give let us, us feedback, know, or let us know what are some of your sexual etiquette rules or yes. or things that are important to you. Like, you what can, did, what didn't we cover today that you think we should have? Yeah, or we can cover next time, or we can Absolutely. cover next time. And yeah. we'll give a shout out, and we'll definitely. We're just kind of at the tip of the iceberg here. Yeah, um, but you can tweet us, um, put it on our Facebook page on our tumblr page or email us um it's at talk about gay sex at talk about gay sex 
Um, and we can always follow you at the Gay Father NYC on Twitter, on Twitter, um, or the Gay Father NYC at Gmail if you want to email me. Or you're also on Instagram at I'm four, on Instagram at Four Point Roll. Four Point Roll. Right. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much. This has been, yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, absolutely. This Again, has been fun. really fun. Um, Wednesday, tomorrow, if you are in New York City, uh, La yes. Isla Bonita, it's going to be at Rebar on 19th Street in Chelsea. It's Between a 7th and 8th Avenue. I don't remember the number, but it's... Yeah, it's a fundraiser for Puerto Rico. Um, so come out from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. They've got a lot of great Ari Gold, Sherry Vine, and a lot of other people. DJ Ricardo will be spinning and come and show your support because it's going to be a great night to really support our people and both Steve and I will be there if you see us say hi we'd love to we'd love to hear from you and if not you can look them up because you can also donate but thank you so much yes Um, thanks it's been fun yes continue having hot gay sex because you know how to do it because we've told you all about it I love it (laughs) I love it we will see you next time bye Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.